Welcome to episode nine of New Earth Medicine Podcast. Today I'm joined by Leela Listo, also known as Tara Sangeeta and affectionately known as the Fashion Slayer to many of you. Um, yeah, thank you for being here, Leela. Oh, thank you for asking me. It's my pleasure. Yes, it's Truly. my pleasure too. Okay, so you're founder of Night God of Sky and Chichi Couture NYC. And those are your babies that you're pouring your attention and energy into. And um, it's a lot about what I want to talk to you about today, about your creative process and entrepreneurship. And um, I wanted to get a little bit into kind of your vision for those and how those started and your process for creating those and creative entrepreneurship in general. Okay. So any, any background like that you want to begin that just kind of like puts you on the path for those? I'd love to start there. Okay, great. Sure. Um, well, I've been in fashion since uh, 97 in New York for a long time. Uh, I, my degree is actually in film and TV production, which is interesting because, um, you know, I feel like everything's kind of connected artistically mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, I got really obsessed with Illustrator and Photoshop and taught myself back in the mid to late 90s. And so that way happened into the fashion industry. And from there, since I wasn't, didn't go to FIT or any of these fashion schools, uh, was really self-taught and through uh, different, I, I was answering ads and doing uh, what, freelance and stuff like that. And then got a, landed a full-time job and loved handbags. Handbags were like amazing to me because you could do everything. You could build something out where from the, you know, inside out, do the graphics, uh, send it overseas. And in two weeks, 10 days to two weeks, have like an actual product was like, it's actually, if you think about it, it's like manifesting one-on-one in a sense. And I love that like instant gratification from it. So that's kind of like how I got into fashion and then had many different jobs from like high end to low end mass market. Um, and uh, help people build their brands. Mm-hmm. And then finally was like, you know, I'm, I'm working like crazy hours for salary, blood, sweat and tears. And I, I just got to do this for myself. Like, I, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing here. Cause it was just getting, it's a ve- it could be a very toxic environment. Like I'm sure any corporate type of situation even if it's a smaller business. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I just, well, I took a hiatus for a second and got my nursing prerequisites. Wow. And then, and then realized that that was not like, but I tell you, like, that was kind of a great um, pivot and had to happen because it, it really opened my eyes to a lot of different things in life and, and mm-hmm. changed me. So, yeah. And what year did you, like, what years were you doing that before? Or what nursing? year did you start? Yeah. Like what year did you take that pivot before you started your own company? Uh, 2016 and 17. Okay. And then 2018, I went to China and, uh, I have friends there that have factories that I've known for years. Cause I used wow. to go to China a lot, <clears throat> which is, hey, there's so it's funny. Cause like I, I bit, was asked several times if I would want to move and work to in China and I'm like, well, it's interesting, but yeah, no. And thank God. I mean, there's so much, like you see 2020 retrospect, you're just like, 
wow, dodged a bullet here. Wow, dodged a bullet there, you know, because it's just like, I don't know. It's it's an interesting time to be living in China right now. Yes. Um, but anyway, so I, I went there, built uh, Chi Chi, did, uh-huh. the, did my bags. But Chi Chi Couture is a, is a pet and owner line where it's matching uh, collars and poop bag dispensers and bags. And so you can match your pet and uh, very fun and sparkly because that's my jam. Yes. And uh, and so I brought uh, I started my line and then I launched it and was doing pop up shops in New York. Very nice. And so you I know that you have Chewy. Yes. You have another little pet. Uh, Shadow. She's Shadow. a new addition uh, about a year now. She's a, a terrier chihuahua mix and uh, yeah, very smart dog. <laughs> yeah. And actually that just while we're talking about Chewy, um, that's how you and I met. We were at Camp Grace in Florida and I saw Chewy and I didn't know anybody because I had <laughs> never been to any of the Ramas or anything like really? that. Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. So you were the very first person that I spoke to. Um, oh my goodness. Yes. yes Cause you were in the front row with me with the jacket. <laughs> yeah. That's always again like that. I love to be front and center at, at, at even in school. I mean, that was my thing mm. is cause like, I really want to be there to absorb and, and just like immerse myself. Yeah. And uh, I, I could see that you had that as well, which is great. Yes. So I love that. That was that connection. Yeah. And then yeah. So that was great for meeting people at Camp Grace. Everybody wants like, and uh, even Guru Jugget, like love Chewy. He's got Mm -hmm. like a real sweet, inviting energy. Yeah. Yes. And then Shadow, does Shadow go with you to class too? Shadow is very high strung and is a little bit more, uh, she doesn't travel well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's is better well. off in Connecticut and she loves yeah. hiking and stuff like that. Very nice. So yeah. I like that you have the two. Yeah. <laughs> the two opposites, the polar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. And tell us about the night god of sky process. So night god of sky is interesting because I actually, when I was doing my film projects back in the early nineties, um, I used to sign my projects production, Night God of Sky Productions. Mm-hmm. And that's really my name. Um, my name, my maiden name is Godofsky. Okay. And Leela means night, play of gods in Hindu, purple. Mm-hmm. And so it was like night, Leela, and then Godofsky, God of Sky. That's kind of where that was birthed out of. Mm, and then, it. yeah. So it was like something that I kind of like, revisited when I realized I wanted to I've always wanted to make goods that are more than just something you buy and and it represents something or or has a purpose Mm -hmm. and so during this whole pandemic and and getting introduced to kundalini and mantra and intention setting and all of this magical stuff um I I was like I, I really feel like I need to make things that that are charged somehow spiritually and, you know, making tantric necklaces, which I know you can relate to as well. And I love Mm -hmm. the whole practice of like, that you're setting an intention and a mantra and and chanting and putting this energy into something. Mm -hmm. So that's where that kind of like, kind of came together. It's, it's interesting to me because it's like, I had the name like so long ago 
and then to revisit it and bring it back. And it's was basically my birth name and then turned into something. And it's funny because it gets a lot of different, like the whole night God and it's like goddess. It's like, no, it's God. Like God is non-binary to me. It's, it's yeah. an energy. It's an entity. Like it doesn't need to be male, female. Like I think we need to move beyond that. And it's funny because I get a little pushback sometimes, especially from the um, boomer. Mm-hmm. Like they, they want to be like the matriarchy. They want to be with the female. And I'm like, no, I get that. And I understand, but I feel like we need to evolve past that. And well, and that's the need- pendulum theory, right? It's like, we, we were so far patriarchy and then now people's response is really far matriarchy. And, and now we understand that the neutrality is where it, the path forward actually is. And like, you already know this because of your practice and well it's weird it's like I don't know I just it just resonated with me and then you are explaining it so well and then I saw a video with Guru Jagat expressing that and I'm like that's it that's exactly how I feel about like we need to be not thinking oh patriarchy matriarchy patriarchy matriarchy because that hasn't served us and gotten us anywhere right it just keeps with the divide we need to do something new and something different and and move forward in a different way rather than just thinking it's this way or that way it's it's and it's gonna we're gonna go through growing pains and we're gonna have to try to see it because it's not so cut and dry and sometimes maybe intellectually you can't just voice it it's just a feeling it's just a, a an energy and and tapping into it and and understanding that it's beautiful that you're a woman and you're using this night god of sky so it kind of already naturally brings that essence in and and you know what your products already have such like a goddess vibe anyways thank you You so it's like it's a beautiful representation of exactly what you're describing well that's great because it's like that's what i'm that that's the whole projection that i'm i'm broadcasting and so when I hear that, it's the validation. It's like, you know, not that we should really have to worry about validation, mm-hmm. but it still feels Working. good. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's, and I'm going to recognize that. I'm not going to be like, no, no, no. Cause, but it's like, it just, it feels good. And that makes me feel like I'm actually connecting and communicating mm-hmm. what my, my vibe is. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you, that you're setting an intention and a projection and that it's being delivered. You know, we want to know that. Okay. Absolutely. Well, you've brought it up a little bit already, but I want to talk a little bit about your practice and um, the mantra and um, because I think what you're offering to the world is what we would call Dharma art. And wow, so, that's a huge compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for, you know, delivering. And so I want to talk about anything that you want to share about that because I think you know we had Guru Jagat as a teacher and we still do but you know so much of her legacy was about um, creation culture and how creativity is and community is the south for this age that we're in 
And um, it's not just creativity in the sense of like art, which is like one way that you are expressing it, but it's like a creative way of living in general, like whether how you cook or how you have a conversation or how you ride a train. And I think that that's something you embody so well, which is what I wanted to have this conversation. Um, so just anything that you want to share about um, your personal practice or how Kundalini yoga has influenced, you know, your creative process or way of living. Well, that's a huge, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, Kundalini has just become so important to me and, and my well-being in general. Um, and that I notice that when I'm not practicing or if I miss a uh, you know, it's funny. It's just, it's gotten, it, it's only been like two and a half years. I would say I've been practicing. It's been around me a long time, but like I have mantra boxes all throughout the house. I'm always practicing chanting in my head as much as I can. Um, I have my morning sadhana. I, you know, I, I feel like I could be doing more but it's, and I try not to like beat myself up about it because, you know, it's like, that's not what the practice is about, but like, um, yeah, it's just, I, I think it's such for me anyway, it's, it really helps move through, uh, I I've, I, I was always, a an anxious, mm -hmm. depressed, uh, a child in pain, like had a lot of pain growing up. And I feel so grateful to have found this practice and this community and just knowing that you can shift your energy. It's just so powerful, especially just with a breath or with prana. Mm -hmm. It's, I, I just wish that more people were open to it and could find something that worked for them throughout with, with these gifts that we have there's just so much it's so vast and there's so many different things you could just try to introduce into your life and just try them and um yeah it's just it's just really done wonders for me and just I've gotten on a different lifeline just being able to have just even the mantras around you know just playing mm -hmm. and it's funny because my mom is is not a practitioner and I'm staying with her right now mm-hmm and uh and she's been receptive like she at first was like what is this music like what's this chanting and then like when it's not on she's like I miss her singing to me <laughs> so and then I have the gong on as well which I think has really helped just like it all of that just is is made a, a sacred space that um I just feel very supported by that beautiful yeah so other people who are listening who are interested in entrepreneurship or living in a creative way or feel like they, you know, are working some nine to five job that is not fulfilling to them, but they do have some kind of creative project. They feel like they don't have the energy or the inner resources to begin to deliver mm -hmm. where like, in your opinion, do you think would be like a good place to start? Cause we have all these tools and like, we're mm -hmm. so immersed in it, but like, say someone who's just listening to this, who like feels inspired, like, you know, would be like a good way to start down that creative entrepreneurship path, like have that energy to like start that mission. I would suggest that. Cause like, I was always told to journal 
and I really, I'm, I really don't like journaling, but I think that, and I've, and I, what I like to do though, is I like to sketch and I like to just even make like little doodles or get those, that, that creative outlet. And if you can just even get a, a pad, like you have to get a pad that works for you. Like, and it sounds, there's so many different sketch pads out there, but if you could get something even that you can carry along with you mm -hmm. and just, and you know, you could do it also if you wanted to like on your phone and like write something out in notes. But personally, I think if you get like a small little pad and you can even just do like a doodle a day or something like that, where you're kind of getting, it's like, I, I've done that and I'll go back and I'll be like, oh my God, I had that, like it, that download like years ago. And then you just see this kind of thread that ties together, which is pretty incredible because it's like, it just helps get out whatever is like brewing around you and makes it real and makes you're bringing it in to the 3d and it's not just swimming around like that's the thing is like people can have ideas but you kind of have to take the next step forward and mm -hmm. by bringing that down and putting it into like creating it in the 3d like you're at least pulling it down and then you know, you, you have to really just keep going, like keep pushing forward, even if you're uncomfortable, with, especially if you're uncomfortable with it. I know for my, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, yeah. next, that was going to be my next um, question is kind of, you know, we are surrounded by, you know, what everyone calls imposter syndrome. So it's like, you know, with this, imposter syndrome floating around and then the needing the needing to be validated because we're human mm -hmm. so how you know do you recommend like you know from a beginner's point of view like pushing through and having that courage to put the one foot in front of the other to even just like put something out there even if it's not like the end of where your vision is headed I you know it's funny because like I feel like and I'll, look I'll I I I if I have a fear of something or if I'm contracting around something that almost is like, okay, you got to like kind of push and, and just keep going with it. It's like, that's where, and sometimes you don't want it. I, I've noticed with the things that I create, the one, the things that take longer mm -hmm. don't do. And you're like, Oh, I love this. And it's taking me so long. And it's like, it's almost like it's it's too heady. It's too mental. You put too much energy into it and then it like fizzles out and no one gets it. But the stuff that's like very quick. Yeah. Like even when I was working um doing Red by Mark Echo, which was a, a brand that we did this and I, I was like, I, I took that over that line and I worked for like four days straight, like and had to do production. Um and new a new line and the, the the core group that i came up with that was like very quick that was the one that took off not the one that i spent like hours putting the specs together building making the faces to, but the one that was like very like you know like it's just like kind of just came to me that was it is so it's like just finding that balance you know it's like you, but you never know sometimes those things that take forever it's also, you don't know, that might be something that has to like be out there as well. It's, it's hard to say, it's just really, 
because you know you love something and you might have a, a piece of your heart in it and and it just might not be time it, it might not be time for it to be you might be it too soon and and the collective consciousness isn't ready for it yeah but it doesn't you know i don't want to say like because the thing it's like it's weird like you can't identify with it but you can't let go of it like you know you have to be able to kill your babies we used to call it when we yep. were you know like you're I know. it's something. hard to say that like in yeah. today's culture but understand yeah. like, in pottery like you know they'll make you destroy your favorite piece of pottery right exactly you know, it's, just, it's a good way of letting you go. don't want to be attached to it but yet you also want to respect Fair. it at the same time and it's kind of finding that like that space in between there because it's like, you don't, it's, I guess maybe it's like letting go of the ego that's created it. Mm -hmm. Right. But yep. also having the respect for your own creation. So, yeah. 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 And I love that you said that, that, um, that the consciousness may not be ready for it. It's like this very avant-garde thing where a lot of people who are actually famous now for their paintings, like never had any recognition while they were alive. Oh, well, sure. <laughs> you know, so it's like how how many people are creating that are like that today, you know, and it's like it's almost it's it, for me, it's like a suggestion to create for the sake of creating because of what it's going to feed you and not just because of some monetary value you're going to receive in exchange for your creation, although that's like nice, you know, yeah. But well, it's definitely like things have, you just don't know, you don't know, you might be creating something and you're learning from it and it could be leading you to a different path of something else that you need to bring in. Mm -hmm. And so they're just creative stepping stones and it doesn't matter. You can't judge whatever it is. You just want to be creating rather than destroying. And so yeah. that's just how, yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's a good point and a good teaching, you know, that's worth saying is that because of the polarity planet we live on, we're either creating or destroying and just even, and again, it doesn't just have to be art or products. It can be just like in our mind, like with like creating loving thoughts or creating destructive, hateful Absolutely. thoughts and Absolutely. just even beginning to have that dance with yourself to recognize you know, that on a like moment to moment basis. Mm -hmm. um, this is just all part of creativity. Absolutely. And then just having that awareness and being able to flip it like, oh, I'm feeling destructive about this. Wait a second. Maybe I can use this as an example to see it from another perspective and make it like there, there's always a way of creating something out of something negative. I don't know. That's just like, yeah. at least how I try to function. It doesn't happen all the time. I'm not yeah. perfect, but you know, it's just, it's like, how is this, how can this help me? How can this aid? Why am I, why I'm here? What is, mm -hmm. how does this relate to my soul? Like it, 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 these things are gifts, like this frustration, this is a gift. How can I use this to like go further and deeper in my practice. Yeah. And I think that's one thing kind of like the times that we're in that are allowing for is kind of the witness point that we're all developing internally and um, specifically something that I think our Kundalini practice gives us is the energy and the nervous system to create that kind of internal alchemy from that witness point. And so it's like, I, you know, I like to have these conversations just because like so many people are starving for the opportunity and the energy 
to like be able to do that. And, you know, you have just like displayed that very well. And so. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, it's, I, you know, I try, cause it's like, you just, sometimes it's hard to find the energy, but mm -hmm. then you have to remember that like, it's there. You just have to kind of tap into it. Even if you're just like, before you go to bed saying you're grateful for the day. I mean, that right there is you're doing a creation and it doesn't take any energy. It's just, you know, and it's, it's yeah. just trying to be conscious of the gratitude and that, you know, it, it's, it doesn't mean you have to do a yoga set. It's just a matter of like, maybe even just taking a breath, you know? Yep. Okay, well, I want to talk about um, your process for, it's, I think, something that you've kind of, um, there's a word I'm looking for. It's, it's, I think it's something you're becoming known for is, is your reels that you're making on Instagram for Guru Jagat and her teachings. It's something that you've kind of like, not there's a, there's a word but um yeah I want to talk about your process for that and kind okay. of I know that this is probably like an unfolding journey but <laughs> so many people that would ne otherwise never have known her or come into contact with her teachings you're presenting them in a way that it's reaching a lot of people and is very yeah, like chills. expressive. Yeah, it's amazing. I, you know, I'm getting chills from that. And it's like, I just, I'm so honored because like it started where, so I feel, you know, I, I try not to get, let's say, let's be creative now with this. Yes. Because, you know, I'm like, I, you know, I, I try not to beat myself up because I've been around Kundalini. It's been around me a long time and it took me a long time to like tap into it. Mm -hmm. because um rama new york is literally seven blocks from my apartment and they i believe they popped up there it was like 2017 or 2018 and i didn't find out about it i passed by it um until 2020 mm -hmm. and so or like the beginning of 2020 and so it's just like i'm like wow i'm not nothing like yeah, being late to the party timeline. yeah i was yeah going to the bhakti center and like that's where all my teachers were and they're right next to each other and like i literally didn't start practicing with her until the same year as you right so you it's like and i'm like god damn it i wish i could have like been but you know the thing is and so this is what i try to focus on is that you know look she was so adamant and driven to record everything and and there's she's left us this incredible archive and so i'm like wow well that's something i'm just gonna go back because it's there and i miss her so much and i felt so grateful that i actually you know not only did i find the teachings but and her and go up to her and be like hey blah 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 and it's like weird because like i felt like like we knew each other, um, like you had a, like a, I had a weird, weird connection with her very quickly. And I think it's because, um, you know, she had a mutual, this friend of mine that I've known forever that I went to film school with told me that I should, you know, I should be doing this. She's been pushing me. You should do this. You should go, you should see, you should get, you know, you love Guru Jagat, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That weird chanting stuff. No, no, that's not for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like funny. Cause then when I finally went, I was like, oh my God, I feel like so at home and I love this. And I think it just like, because of white sun and Guru Joss and it's so magical. And um, I felt like 
you know, wow. Like, and then I was like, okay, I got to immerse myself as much as possible. And so they were going to Egypt and it was around my birthday. And I'm like, and Guda Jagat's like, "Mm, you should really go. And I'm like, because I'm thinking about it. She's like, no, no, you don't know when this is going to happen again. You should really go. I'm like, okay, seed planted. And then thankfully I listened to her and I just like, you know, I really just love her on so many different levels. And it's just, it's just, I mean, it's obvious what an incredible, amazing teacher she was, but just as a human and it just, so I, I miss her and I just feel like I want to keep her alive. And that's basically where the reels started. It's like, wow, I really love this little snippet. This is a really great, like what, something that's that resonates in like 60 to 90 seconds like Mm -hmm. what what's the something and I'll just feel it like I'm like oh this is a and I just have her on like I like to have her on and while I'm working or just you know just trying to immerse myself in the teachings since I'm playing catch-up basically and when I get that like like I'll just get a like a uh what do you call it like a um intuitive let's say Uh yeah and so then I'll just like video and um, I'll put it on. And then, and I was like, I like the whole idea of the closed captioning because that's something mm-hmm. I like. And, and then put a little sparkly thing on there because again, that's me. That's you. And so it's just like, it's taken off and people really, and I love the fact that people are like, oh my goodness, I didn't even realize she was dead. I didn't know who this person was. And then they start following and they like to listen to what she has to say. And this is just exactly what I was thinking today. And I'm like, wow, that's really amazing. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. I I love that. That's basically, you know, I'm just sharing because I miss her and I think it's important to keep the teachings alive and, Mm -hmm. and then to have that reverberation that's going out and, you know, people from all over the world. And especially at this time right now, where it's like, people are feeling so isolated. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I just, so I'm like, okay, well, if this is my seva then so be it like i i i love it like it's just that's like a bonus it's like wow good this is great seva i love it awesome you know (laughs) yeah i mean i think it's again you know you spoke to this earlier it's that you never know what kind of path you're following and how it's going to open up it's like you're doing it because you love it and and it's a creative process, but we don't know actually how it's going to go out and touch other people and how far spreading it actually is. And so again, this is just that encouragement for anybody else. It's like, you did that for a personal reason. And now you can like see the reverberation and we just never know like why we're having a creative pull to do something because that's also right it's why it makes it like okay well this makes sense I love the fact that people are actually it's it's people are sharing people are connecting to it people and I I I think that's also a great reason like what you were saying about being creative and you just don't know what it can turn into Mm -hmm. you know and and then just this simple thing where you're just making a reel and sharing something you know and you know I actually got some backlash from my friends for sharing and you know because there's been some negative stuff and I'm just like you know what like I could be like and I shouldn't be doing this right like that's out of like okay well now I know that you're not really a true friend (laughs) if you're gonna judge me for just sharing something that I know is helping other people 
like that's really sad that this isn't resonating with you but like I'm not gonna stop doing it just because you're telling me that you don't think that it's a good thing so it's unfortunate that like if if people want to get on the negative polarity of it's like I just I'm like okay so you're telling me that like I have a difference of opinion of yours and you and I can respect that you have a different opinion of mine but you can't respect that I see something maybe a little different that's interesting yeah I'm like this has saved me I was you know I I've gotten off of my meds I was on a lot of psycho meds and I've graduated from my therapists and during all of this like crazy depression time where people are having like you know all this drug addiction and suicide and you know I I used to have suicidal ideation and it's gone like I don't even have it anymore and I'm not on any medication so you know I'm like and and I said this to this friend of mine and they were like oh well that's great but I still think what you're doing is wrong and I'm like oh my god okay well peace out I love you yeah and best of luck so you know it's it's I love the fact that I didn't stop that I've kept doing it and it just I feel like it's I I love hearing when people are just like oh my god that's exactly what I needed to hear thank you because it's just like it shows how like the collective consciousness is coming together yes and and I love to be able to support people if they're having a hard time right now yeah I mean I think I mean the prediction is is that you know, only 10% of the world is, we'll put it this way. We'll say 90% of the world is going to be essentially like struggling to survive. Like that's where we're headed is, you know, in this deep end of depression and anxiety. And I do think, you know, most people, um, you know, I think for a lot of people, um, the virus, you know, allowed a lot of people to go, they were already struggling so much with like social anxiety and wanting to be introverted and living with that. And it just allowed people to do that. And now that the world has like opened up, it's amplified that anxiety and depression and social anxiety even more. Um, So one, thank you for being honest about, you know, your journey, because, you know, I think so many people see and hear like um, us and like, we like in like that we're we have a creative process but that you know they think that like there is no struggle in that process and so just to like have that honesty and like also know that there's like options that like you know it doesn't have to be like that forever so just like hopefully it's someone listening that maybe is struggling with suicide ideology you know that there is like hope and you know there's other options well, it's amazing to me that we have this technology of, of shifting energy and that's like, and the whole like subconscious mind and then being aware of like the positive mind, the negative mind, the positive mind, the neutral mind. That is what really between um, fists of anger mm-hmm. and like moving that energy out and like being able to, it's like, cause I used to, it's, I really saw a shift with fists of anger where things would like, you know, I'd bring things up that were painful and then it would like shift and move. And it was like, you go from like negative mind to positive mind to neutral mind. And I was like, is this, is this right? Like, am I, am I supposed to, cause it used to be like, I'd be stuck, stuck in that negative mind. Like, you know, you're not worth your, your shit, your, your, you know, creative thing, like, you know, you're not doing enough and then there's stuck. And then but like to be able to push and move through that and know that you can, and even if you can't get out of it to know that I have been able to get past it 
you know, it's like not sticking and, and like, wait, maybe I should interject a different thought or like, and, and knowing that there's always like, there's a shift you can get out of that. And it's just like, and even if it's not like at that moment, it's like, everything isn't going to be dire forever. And like, so I know it's easy to say, but I just feel like, I mean, I've seen, I've been on both sides. I've been on that. Like I've, I've, you know, tried to kill myself several times since I was 16 years old. So, um, you know, it's, and I, I should hope that like, to be able to come through on the other side, it, it's, I, I just feel so grateful and that my, you know, my time is just not up. Like, I, I don't want to, yeah. I, I, you have to respect, like you came here for a certain reason. Like, don't you want to enjoy it and, and have fun and, and experience everything? Like, it doesn't matter if it's bad or good. Like it's all an experience and you can use it. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, if I get into a dark place, you know, I just, it's like, you, you just really, it's, it's so important to just be, to listen to your voice and, and know what's, what's your true voices. And that sometimes if, if you're getting negative or if you're talking like down to yourself, like it's just, you have control over that. You can turn that around. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And I call it like our inner ear, like our, not like these ears, but our inner ears that we listen with is like, is it true resonance? Like, is mm, this, yeah. because there's so much programming going on. Yeah, totally. Yes. And absolutely. A lot of times we're not even aware of it, but most of it's around negativity and fear. Absolutely. And this is something that it's like, if, if it's negativity or fear, is this me? Yeah. Because absolutely. usually it's not. Yeah. But, but it sounds like us. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's coming from us, but actually it's, it's like, this is a, this witness point that I think, you know, we're all developing. Um, so yeah, I think that that's just, it, it, you spoke to it in a very beautiful way, that ability. Huh. So. Well, it's interesting too, because it's like, I've even noticed like, okay, this is programming from, it, it, the thing is, it's, it could be from so many different places. Yeah. And I don't even know if that necessarily matters, but if you can see, oh, maybe this was from my dad. Oh, maybe this was from my mom. Oh, maybe this was from, you know, it's like, Being it, and then, and then just like, it takes that power away from it. And you don't have to be like, oh, I can't believe that, you know, like, no, that's not the path you want to go down. You just want to say, oh, maybe that's not really me what do I, and, and it's good you to be self-reflective and go back in and be like, okay. Like, cause I feel like when you really get down to it, you know, even when I was 16 and ha was had, was having a really, like that was probably one of my lowest times was, was, uh, and I, I always knew to come back to myself somehow and in, like instinctually like, okay, well, I can't count on this person. I can't count on that person, but I know I can count on me. Mm -hmm. and and I'm not ready yet like I'm not ready to go like what am I doing like what are you mm -hmm. doing like that's it's like an outside force making you feel like you're not worth something and yeah. you know everybody every soul is worth something and you just have to tap into that because we're all here to to be and support this beautiful show that's going on 
you know, and like, enjoy it, like just enjoy it. (laughs) Yes. Amen. (laughs) Okay. I want to shift directions before we end the conversation just a little bit, because I think something that is unique to you that we talked about a little bit before we got on the recording is your age and the generation (laughs) that you are representing. Um, because this is, you know, like my, uh, your, your generation is the bridge between millennials and the whole new age movement that's going down and where we've come from. Mm-hmm. So I wanted you to talk a little bit about your perspective, about what it's like to kind of hold that bridge and not feel like you're getting lost in limbo or not being seen, even if that is your experience. I think you're the Gen X, the Gen X, like the, that is like the the unseen generation. Yes. I think I honestly think there's so many people that feel that way. And yes, I really do. I think there's so many women specifically that feel that way where they're they're, um, they've had children and they're now becoming grandparents, but they feel like they have more to offer than grandparents. It's almost like there's this identity crisis that can happen. I mean, that also could be the age that's like a middle. So this is something that's interesting though, because that you bring that up because so, um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm 51 and Gen X and I, it's like, it's middle age is, but I think this is something that's been going on for a while where they just want to take they somebody the powers that be whatever it is you know it's always like the the focus is on the young right um and I've noticed especially my generation but I think even when I was younger and I was in my early adulthood let's say even the the generation before me would be like oh I'm so old now and I'm just like So when I got my nursing prerequisites and I learned about developmental psychology and that uh, there's age brackets, right? And I was like, God, I I really love this whole idea of embracing middle age. And anyone in my generation that would be like, you know, um, oh, I'm so old. I'd be like, what, what, you get to skip to the next bracket already like yes. you're going from like young middle like you're young and it's like you know you'll see these 30 year olds they're like oh I'm so old I'm like okay like shut the fuck up like calm the fuck down like you're not old like that's society trying to take your power away and I don't know it's like a weird that that so it's like I think they're two different things like yeah. gen x is one thing where I feel like we're the glue between the boomers and the millennials because the thing is that those generations were a lot bigger than Mm -hmm. our generation Mm -hmm. but the thing that's interesting and then there you have the also the ageism that's going on Mm -hmm. which is a society thing Mm -hmm. um so I don't know like is there a that's at least my interpretation and I think that that's something that is western maybe because like in the eastern philosophies the older you get you know, the more you're the, the no, like, you know, more like, so, and that's respected, but well, I here, that's why I was like, that's what I think that this, like, um, I think the ageism, mm-hmm. I think that one thing that we're talking about is that you, it's like society hasn't quite recognized you to be an age where you're an elder or a wise person. You, and so it's like, or you're also not young. It's, right. So you I get think caught in this limbo. Yes, but you've done such a good job at, you know, kind of like pushing straddle. I straddle the (laughs) pushing all those like cultural norms out of the window. And you're like, no, like I'm going to express like a 
a frequency more than like a cultural expression of how you think I should look or what success should look like or what how I should act or how I should speak and so just your process any like say a woman you know around your age and Gen X is listening to this who is struggling with you know these societal and also ageism you know like what you know is something that is inspiring you know for a woman like that to hear who wants to still be involved and to be seen you know in this kind of what could be feeling like limbo well I think it's important to not get caught up in the society bs where it's like you know once you're over a certain age that it like that's like it's all downhill because that's just personally I think that's like subconscious programming um I think it's important to be to take care of yourself and do things that are self-care um and maybe see both sides like it's good to be know what's going on from an older perspective and and embrace that knowledge and then also not be like oh i'm too old i don't understand TikTok, or you know like or i don't want to know what nfts are because that's not my generation like why why would you shut yourself off like to something that could be helpful for you in the future like it's just a it's to me it's a mindset mm. you know i actually had that conversation with my mom who's not i shouldn't say what her age is but she's beyond boomer so it's like and then i explained to her like how nfts could be something in the future and why would you want to be you know against that and we watched a video on it and then she's like oh this is actually kind of interesting i like the you know so it's like she's very receptive and open which i'm very grateful for because you know a lot of people in her generation aren't and she's a you know an, an anomaly that way she's basically mm. a unicorn but you know um, and I think that that's probably where I get that from too, and focusing on those positive things and then bringing that around and just being open. Like you don't want to, and maybe if you're being resistant to it, maybe there's something there for you. You just don't know, like play around with it. Like don't just put yourself into the, you know, I'm out to pasture bullshit. Like that's somebody taking away your power. Like, no. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, well, is there anything that you want to share? Thank you. <laughs> no, it was perfect. There's nothing I need to add or say. That was beautiful. Um, okay, is there anything you want to add about your creative entrepreneurship journey or Night God of Sky or Chichi Couture before we wrap things up and we can let people know um, how to find you? Sure. I would just say that, like, you know, it doesn't sometimes like what you were saying, I would bring that point home is that creativity doesn't have to be so I personally think everybody's creative and mm -hmm. it's just like a matter of like tapping into what your inner voice is and wants to be known and don't you know if you want to get your art or your whatever it is that you're creative out there just be open to what the signs are that that can help you these days because there's so much knowledge and there's so much available to people resource wise in communication in learning with youtube 
Um, you know, I use Shopify, which is an incredible tool. And there's so, I mean, you have to pay for it, which, is, but, you know, you need to help with there. You can get online and chat with them. It's just like, this is such a magical, amazing time to be alive. And I think people get caught up and scared. And at least this is my generation. I don't know. The younger generation seem to get it. But like the technology that's out there is just, it's so amazing. And um, just just follow the signs and, and try to get out of your own way. I mean, I, I need to take my own advice because I get my own way all the time. <laughs> but, you know, it's like it's just a great time to be alive and, and be creating stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, we're in the middle of a great destruction and there's no better time to be creating and the opportunity available to us yeah. is kind of infinitely open right now. Absolutely. Well, it's been such an amazing uh, time to share with you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time and sharing everything that you have with us. This has been great. Thank you so much, Anna. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Satnam. Satnam.